the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Inbound by Flagler to Thamba. Gives it right back to Flagler. Bears leading by three. Flagler launches a three Ooh. and drains it from straight away. I'm telling you, he's back. There's 11 for Flagler, and he is four or five from the floor. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. 41-32 is the Baylor lead, 2.20 to go. Oh, floater left side by Akinjo. Man, he's showing the entire arsenal here in the first half. Akinjo, the bucket that puts Baylor back up by 11. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Sooners ball, Moja Gibson kicks the ball away. Kendall Brown picks it up, and the Bears are 14-0 on the season. They're 2-0 in Big 12 conference play. Bears winning streak is still alive with an 84-74 win over the Oklahoma Sooners tonight here in the Farrell Center. Thanks to some unbelievable rebounding by Baylor. We know that the battle of the backboards is a key statistic in every single Big 12 game that will be played this season. Not just those games played by Baylor. And the Bears dominated 34-16. Biggest stat of the game, John, offensive rebounds favored Baylor 12-3. Bears with 19 second chance points. Oklahoma with zero second chance points on just three offensive rebounds. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor basketball with the win over OU, 84-74 on Tuesday. Now back at it, headed to Fort Worth. Team uh, busing up to Fort Worth today, and they'll play the Frogs tomorrow afternoon, 4 o'clock, 3.30 pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton uh, in the warm uh, studio. Man, not warm outside, is it? When I got here, somebody, Tom Barfield, had it set to 68. I was like, what is wrong with people? That's funny. Do you like, I mean, you know, that people are, I know that I'm very cold natured, I guess, when you like it warm. Is that right? That would be uh, cold nature. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, my yeah, apartment yeah. right, right now, seventy-five degrees. Seventy-five, toasty. <laughs> I love it. Um, I would be, um, I'd be sweating through whatever I was wearing if it was seventy-five. <laughs> I have, in I our have, house. I have uh, friends that have told me that too, but I don't like. Obviously, in the summer when you walk out and stay outside when it's a, over a hundred degrees, you're gonna sweat. But I don't sweat a lot. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. and and I definitely don't sweat at home. Uh, yeah, I keep it. Keep it nice and toasty, seventy-five. If it go. gets uh, if it gets below thirty, it goes up to seventy-seven. <laughs> I mean, I keep it warm. I'm I not going to be cold. I can't imagine seventy-seven inside the house. It, it's it's so great. <laughs> like when it's in the twenties or teens, it's, yeah. it's nice to walk into that. <laughs> but I like in like during the summer, I don't keep it particularly low either. Like if it gets really hot. Yeah, I what may, do you what do you keep it on? I may the go down to seventy-two. Okay, but okay. never lower than that. 
See that that and would that's be when it's really really hot, over a hundred degrees. Gotcha. That's where stays around seventy three. That's where we're different because if it's hot outside, Terry and I, it's cranked down to like sixty eight probably. Right. Seventy two would feel warm, I think, 60, in our house. Yeah. See, in sixty eight. But even, there's a, even if it's a, hot, but I, there's I'm a, freezing. There's a difference in 68 when your heat's on. You know what I mean? It's yes. cold outside, and yes. 68 when it's hot outside, and that's your air condition. There's oh, just absolutely. a difference between the two. Yeah, I walked into the studio and I my teeth started chattering. I was like, "Well, how do you do radio when it's 68 degrees?" <laughs> that's funny. Inside well, and 30 degrees outside. All right, number one, you're wearing a short sleeve shirt. Okay, well, that's so that's hoodie, part of it. But I've got on a long sleeve shirt and a sweater, kind of a fleece sweater, okay? So that's one difference right there. Yeah, that's another thing. That's probably a reason why I'm always cold. I have a decent coat, but I refuse to wear it except <laughs> when I when I go get out to walk the dog. Yeah. Um, but as far as going going places, I only wear my hoodie. Yeah. And that doesn't provide great warmth <laughs> when it's windy and 28 degrees like it was yesterday. I know. Man, I walked the dogs this morning. It was 27 this morning, and there wasn't much of a wind. Thank the Lord for that. But uh, that was chilly, and I, I just I just layered up, and I was fine. I did I did find my toboggan, so I wore that this morning, and that helped a lot. So my face was cold, but my ears were covered. But I couldn't find my gloves this morning. I've got a great pair of North Face gloves that I don't wear that often, but on a day like today, walking the dogs, it would have been perfect, but I couldn't find them. So uh, when I came back, uh, I, I looked in another closet, and sure enough, there they were. So now I've got them ready to go. Don't own a pair of gloves. You don't? No. <laughs> but my hands don't get cold generally. Yeah. Uh, my feet do. Yeah. So I so when it gets cold like this, I'm not today, but if I have to be outside for an extended period of time, I'll wear an extra <laughs> pair of socks. But no, no gloves. We got people in Ames, Iowa that are just laughing at us. Oh, yeah. You that's, think that's cold? Come yeah. on. What are you talking about? Let them deal with a, a full month of Texas heat in the summer. <laughs> that's then, true. Then, then we'll that's talk. the other side of it. True. <laughs> I remember we played Iowa State one year in football in November. And it was, uh, you know, it was cool bordering on cold. And I can remember driving to the game and seeing all these people out walking around in short sleeve shirts. <laughs> it was like, yeah, what are you talking about? It's not cold here. So it's just whatever you're acclimated to. Yeah, because I, I, I would joke that, you know, people that would willingly live in places that cold, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's, it's have issues. But I'm sure they say the exact same thing about people that live in the heat. That's true. You know, That's which true. I totally get. Right. I mean, right. it's not natural to not mind, you know, <laughs> 60 straight days of 100 degree heat. Right. But we're used to it. You know, if you've lived here, I mean, I've lived here all my life. You've lived here for uh, most uh, 40 years. Yeah. Now. I mean, yeah. A, a good portion of your life. So we're both very used to it. Right. And like you said, it's. It's what you get acclimated to. Exactly. And I am much more acclimated to the hot weather. Like if you had to choose. Yes. I'm much more acclimated right. to hot weather than cold. Yeah. Like if you said, you know, Texas is, I mean, it gets hot in the summer, but it's pretty, pretty mild weather, you know, most of the time, I guess. It's hot. I mean, it's, yeah, it's hot. But there are hotter places. But like if you said you either have to live in uh, Buffalo, New York, you know, where it's, or no, let's say Green Bay, Wisconsin, because okay. it's colder there, I think. Right. If you either had to live in Phoenix, Arizona, where it's, or where it's really, really hot in the summer, or Buffalo, I'm choosing Phoenix yeah. and I'm on the next plane to Arizona. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I'd be the same way. 
All right. Uh, all that to say, it's uh, it's coolish outside. Let's see what it is right now. I mean, it, it's cool out there. Um, it was below freezing this morning, so uh, 48 right now, right? 48 outside right now. High of 50 today, but overcast and you know, just kind of you know, just kind of bone chilling, cool out there. Um, and down to 25 again tonight. So. Walking the dogs in the morning, it's going to be cold again. But I know where my gloves are, so I'll be ready to go. I didn't. Did did I tell you the story of my friend who's from? I, I did. She's from Baltimore. Yeah. And I call her Yankee, even though yes. Maryland is not technically. <laughs> yes. And she was. I was. She was complaining about it being warm, and so I'm like, "You're complaining about spring weather in December." She's like, "Yes, it's 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 winter. It's not supposed to be." Yeehaw, Texas Christmas. <laughs> and I just I thought that was so funny. I always bring it up every time we, we talk. Degrees. <laughs> it was, though. But, yeah, it was 80 degrees uh, right before Christmas. There so. you go. All right. Uh, we're glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon. Uh, coming up a little bit later in the hour, mentioned Baylor and TCU basketball tomorrow night for the Bears. It's their third game of the Big 12 schedule. For the Frogs, it is their first. It is their Big 12 opener tomorrow because they have had two conference games and three total games, um, uh, one canceled and two postponed already this year. They have not played, the Frogs have not played since December 21st. That was a win over Grambling State, 90-55. to They were supposed to come back after Christmas and play Texas Southern on the 29th. That game was flat-out canceled. Supposed to open Big 12 play at Kansas on Saturday the 1st a week ago. That game was postponed. And then supposed to host uh, West Virginia on Monday the 3rd. That game has been postponed as well. So uh, TCU 0-0, haven't played a Big 12 game yet. Hosting Baylor coming up tomorrow. 4 o'clock in Fort Worth. We'll visit with Brian Estridge coming up in the hour. Longtime voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. See how he feels like uh, TCU uh, will respond from a layoff. So December 21st to January 8th, that's about, that's almost three weeks, Aaron. And remember, um, Baylor's COVID pause last year was three weeks uh, from February what was it, February 2nd to February 23rd between games for Baylor. So a full three weeks between games. This one won't be quite three weeks, but it's a little different this year. The protocols right now are a little different, and we don't really know how uh, how many of the guys have been able to, to practice, to practice together, how many are out. We really don't know that. We'll learn more, obviously, coming up tomorrow. Yeah, and I remember that pause last year because Baylor was on such a roll and obviously coming off that layoff with, with you know, players coming off having COVID, you know. I mean, they were not 100% when they restarted. It took them some time to get their legs back, you know, and things Almost like that. Almost lost to Iowa State yes. that first game back. Yeah, and uh, so people kind of kind of slept on them after that, you know. Like, did you forget how good they were? It just <laughs> They just had a COVID break, you know. Right. And uh, – then all the attention turned to Gonzaga because Baylor lost their first game and Gonzaga remained undefeated. Right. And uh, well, it worked out pretty well for Baylor. Absolutely did. <laughs> and, in fact, as you look back on it, uh, I think Coach Drew would say the, the break really uh, worked in their favor. It was tough to come back from, but you had a three-week break in the middle of the season, and I think their legs were fresher later in the year. Uh, yeah, I didn't – you know, you never – 
I'm glad he said that because I was, you know, kind of as far as the way it did work out. Right. I think there's right. no doubt about it. You didn't know it at the time. Right. But right. later it really did turn Plus, out to be a you blessing. Know, not being undefeated is a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, to have just one loss, take some of that pressure off, but it, 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 it can also be motivating. Now, I'm sure they would have loved to have went undefeated last mm-hmm. year. It would have been mm-hmm. great and historic, but uh, I think they'll take the one loss in the uh, championship. Yep, so we'll visit with uh, Brian Estridge about all of that. TCU coming back from a COVID pause and Baylor and TCU tomorrow afternoon in Fort Worth. Uh, That's coming up a little bit later in the hour. Right now, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll look at the entire schedule, Big 12 men's and women's basketball. Of course, the Baylor women not playing. They are uh, in a pause themselves. Did not play Wednesday against TCU. Won't play Sunday against Texas. Hopeful to be back on the court on Wednesday coming up at Oklahoma. So we'll look at the entire schedule coming up in a bit. Hey, glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, the Allen Samuels Studios. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with patchy drizzle developing overnight. Low temperatures actually rising to around 47 degrees tomorrow morning. Mostly cloudy throughout the day on Saturday. A 40% chance of scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm, 65. And mostly sunny on Sunday and highs a little bit cooler at 62. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. The top-ranked Bears back in action Saturday on the road in Fort Worth to take on TCU. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Men's Basketball all season long here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations where they put your roof above everything else.
Back with us, that is the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday afternoon. Hey, Rob, Happy New Year to you. Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day today. Uh, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire, and that is Kalimba Story is the name of it, Aaron. Kalimba Story. And uh, there you go, Rob. I know he'll appreciate that. All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. Uh, we'll visit with Brian Estridge, voice of the TCU Horn Frogs, coming up in just a bit. Uh, let you know a uh, couple of upcoming events. Uh, Monday, we will be live at Coach's Smoke Barbecue in downtown Waco, 330 Austin Avenue. That'll get you ready for the Alabama-Georgia National Championship game coming up on Monday night. Great food specials, happy hour all day, and 35 big screen TVs to watch the big game. We'll be there uh, live for the 3 o'clock hour. Matt Mosley will be there live from 4 to 6. That'll lead right into the game, and you can uh, stake out a spot right there at Coach's Smoke Barbecue and watch the championship game on Monday. Check that out uh, Monday. We'll be there live at Coach's Smoke Barbecue. And then on Tuesday, we'll be live at uh, the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. The Baylor Club has so many of these uh, uh, really special events, special dinners leading into Baylor home games. Tuesday will be another one of those. The Baylor men hosting Texas Tech. It's a 6 p.m. tip-off in the Farrell Center. And you think, oh, man, that uh, you know, I don't have time for dinner before I go to the basketball game. Well, you do, and the Baylor Club will make it easy. They will have an early dinner special. It's that 4 o'clock dinner uh, opening, uh, 4 to 8, they will have available for dinner. Uh, In-dining, full menu, all the great items you love from the Baylor Club uh, leading into the Baylor-Texas Tech men's basketball game on Tuesday. And so keep that in mind for Tuesday. So uh, we're taking care of your dinners uh, here uh, one day at a time. And we will be live at the Baylor Club on Tuesday. We'll be there live in the 3 o'clock hour. Matt will be there live uh, beginning at 4 o'clock, right up to 5.30, right up to airtime uh, for the pregame show for Baylor and Texas Tech. So keep that in mind for the uh, first two days of next week, Monday and Tuesday. We're live at Coach's Smoke Barbecue on Monday, live at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium on Tuesday. The Baylor Club on the web, thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. And give them a call if you want to make a reservation, check their schedule, check on any other special events at 254-710-8080 the Baylor Club. All right, Baylor and uh, TCU basketball tomorrow, 4 p.m. tip-off on the air at 3.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Big 12 now is where you'll find that game television-wise. Uh, more and more games on Big 12 now. And you say, I don't have that. I don't, I don't know where to get it. I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to pay for that. Well, if you don't want to uh, subscribe for an entire year, there's a little bit of a price break if you do it for the whole year. But, Aaron, you could do it month to month, and it's about 5 or $6 a month to do that. And, uh, you know, think about all the big games that are there. And now the series, uh, the documentary series on Baylor basketball, uh, our time is on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Yeah, I've been a subscriber for, I don't know, about two years now. Yeah, um, and same it's, here. Yeah, it's, it's you know, you, you get all the Big 12 stuff, uh, a lot of which, for, you know, for me, obviously – I mean, I watch some other stuff, but you get a lot of Baylor stuff. They carry a lot of UFC, which I enjoy. And you get, you know, there's like 
the fantasy show with Matt Berry mm. is is on ESPN Plus, which I like a lot. I'm really into fantasy football, and and you can watch all the thirty for thirties. It's, it's yeah, all it's of a good them. deal. I mean, I've spent a lot of time watching those some some of the older ones, you know, that I didn't get to see. Yeah, and here's the beauty of uh, Big Twelve now. Uh, if you say you're coming to or say you're going to Baylor TCU tomorrow, you go there and watch the game live in person, and something happens in that game, you'd like to go back and see it. These games are all archived. You can go back and watch an archive uh, copy of uh, any of the game broadcasts there on Big 12 now. Yeah, it's a really cool feature. Uh, it's, you know, not to – I don't think we have to sell it too much, but, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's – I, I get it as part of the Disney bundle, but even if I yeah. didn't, I would I – would, I would subscribe to it just for the Baylor content and UFC. So Baylor TCU tomorrow. Of course, there's always the radio broadcast. Those guys on the radio are always here. Uh, 3.30 airtime, 4 o'clock tip-off tomorrow for Baylor and TCU right here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Other games tomorrow. It's a full schedule beginning at 1 o'clock on Big 12 Now. K-State at West Virginia. K-State's 0-2, West Virginia's 0-1 in the league, and they play at 1 on Big 12 now in Morgantown. Uh, 1 o'clock on CBS, 14th-ranked Texas plays at Oklahoma State. Uh, Cowboys lost their conference opener to Kansas earlier this week. Texas is off to a 2-0 start, 12-2 overall, and uh, that's a dandy on CBS. 1 o'clock tomorrow, Texas at Oklahoma State. 3 o'clock on ESPN2. Sixth-ranked Kansas at number 25, Texas Tech. That could be a dandy matchup. Don't know the health of guys like Terrence Shannon and the overall health of Texas Tech, but hosting sixth-ranked Kansas, which is 1-0 in the league, and Tech is 0-1 in the league. You know, Tech played well but lost at Iowa State earlier this week. That's a top 25 matchup, uh, 3 o'clock on ESPN2 tomorrow, Kansas at Tech. The Baylor game at TCU, 4 o'clock, then 5 o'clock, on ESPNU, 11th-ranked Iowa State plays at Oklahoma. Uh, both teams are 1-1 one and one in Big 12 conference play. I think that has a chance to be a really, really good matchup. Uh, Baylor has seen both of those two in their first two conference games and uh, escaped with wins over both, one in Ames, one in Waco. But 11th-ranked Iowa State plays at Oklahoma tomorrow, 5 o'clock on ESPNU. Baylor at uh, 14-0 on the season, one of only three unbeatens in college basketball. Do you need a, you need a Schmaltz's uh, trivia question for today? Do you have one? No, no. We're oh, just, you uh, don't do it today? Thursdays, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. sorry. And I did use the ring. I know, Marshall Kennedy won. Yes, and you know what he said? <laughs> he said, I heard you say it on, on, uh, uh, on John's show when I was listening, so I made sure to listen to Matt's show. There you that go. That's win. what she said. She it's oh. Marshall, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Marshall and Rob Kennedy. But she may be listening right now. She's a, a very avid listener of the station, and she heard you say that, and she was just waiting for a chance. Yeah, it was a, see, I, I, I'm glad you said that because, you know, it's the text line, so I, I That's right. didn't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she uh, she she heard that, that we were going to give them away, and yeah. uh, she knew the answer, and yeah. she was like right when I said it. She was on the text line Way first. Way to go, Marshall. She was quick on the draw, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Very good. Well done. Well, I was going to say, if you had one today, if you needed a question today, do you know the answer to this? Baylor's one of three unbeatens in college basketball, men's college basketball. Do you know who the other two are? I don't. I, um, and I can't remember who lost last night. 
It wasn't. I don't think it was one of the. Un, I don't think it was one of the unbeaten's last night. I thought. I thought it was yesterday. It may have been the day before. Let me double check. It may have been Wednesday when they lost because there was four and then one lost Wednesday. No, it was four when it was Iowa State and I and Baylor beat Iowa State oh. last Saturday. Oh, okay. So no, four went to three. The other two are USC and Colorado State. So I'll, we'll double check and make sure they are right, still right. still among the undefeateds. But Baylor in some select company there uh, is one of only three unbeaten's in college basketball, and it'll be tough playing in Fort Worth. Uh, Frogs always play Baylor well. Uh, we've heard the game is already a sellout. It was a sellout last week, so that'll be a tough environment to go into in Schollmeyer Arena. We'll talk more about that with Brian Estridge coming up in just a bit. Right now, we'll take a break. When we come back, let's look at the uh, women's schedule, the women's side of the Big 12 Conference this weekend. Unfortunately, does not include the Baylor women as they are on a COVID pause. But we'll look at that schedule and update the standings of Big 12 women's basketball when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris Show in the Allen Samuels Studios. Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I kind of wanted to root for the Bears, so when I leave the press box, then I can kind of I can kind of get with it. And we happened to be right next to some Ole Miss people. And, boy, they were hollering right in our face when they got that big touchdown. They were feeling great about things. From the moment that kid missed the field goal, it just felt like Baylor was going to go win the game. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The USFL has hired its first four coaches. Kevin Summon will return to Houston to head the Gamblers. Mike Riley is the New Jersey Generals' new head coach. Todd Haley takes over at Tampa Bay Bandits. And Bart Andrus to the Philadelphia Stars. Former Aggie quarterback Zach Calzonato will transfer to Auburn next year. And TCU running back Zach Evans has announced he's transferring to Ole Miss. Both the men and women UMHB basketball teams got a win over Sol Ross last night. And both 
teams will be back in action tomorrow at the Mayboard Campus Center hosting Howard Payne. Women tip at 1 in the minute, 3 o'clock. Baylor basketball heads to Fort Worth tomorrow to take on TCU and Big 12 play. 4 o'clock tip, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys finish up their regular season tomorrow in Philly with a 7-15 kickoff, and you can hear that game following Baylor basketball. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Looked at O'Bannon, backs it back out. O'Bannon wanted the basketball. Mike with it, double team comes, skip it, corner right, Damian Ball for three, score it! Ball with a three-pointer there, Frogs go up 64-61. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Off here to Mike Miles, down to 10 on the shot clock now. George Shannon, the man-to-man, here's Miles pulling the trigger on three and scores it! Ooh. 69-64. Now, back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Scheduled to have Brian Estridge on with us, voice of the Frogs. Highlight cuts courtesy of the TCU Sports Network from Learfield. And we uh, we think we still will. We're just going to push that to the next segment. So, Stay tuned for Brian Estridge. It's a it's a it's a big tease just to keep you <laughs> tuned in to us to uh, to hear from Brian Estridge with Baylor playing at TCU coming up tomorrow. Uh, again, the Frogs have not played a game since December twenty first, so uh, some kind of layoff for TCU due to a health and safety protocols. But back at it tomorrow, hosting the number one team in the nation. More on that coming up. Let's get a look at the Big 12 uh, women's uh, schedule coming up tomorrow. 1 o'clock, TCU plays at 12th-ranked Iowa State. Iowa State off to a 2-0 starting conference play. They are 13-1 overall. So a tough trip to, uh, uh, to Ames for TCU, which is playing their conference opener tomorrow. And they, Aaron, looks like they missed a lot of games. TCU women are just 4-5 and five overall. They've just played nine games. Other schools like Iowa State's played 14, K-State's played 14, Oklahoma's played 14, Tech has played 13. Uh, so TCU is uh, really behind in those games, um, just having had the pause and playing their conference opener at Iowa State tomorrow. 1 o'clock on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. 4 o'clock, also on Big 12 Now, 22nd-ranked Oklahoma plays at Kansas Oklahoma off to a great start. Even with the coaching change, they are 12-2. and two. They are 1-1 one and one in the league. Kansas sitting at 9-1 uh, and, and one overall, and this is their conference opener tomorrow as they host Oklahoma. 6 o'clock tomorrow night, this is Big 12 women's basketball, K-State at West Virginia. It's on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Uh, Mountaineers are 7-4 and four overall, 0-1 oh in Big 12 play. Kansas State is... 12 and 2, and they are 2 and 0 in conference play. Jeff Mitty and the uh, Wildcats, including a win over Baylor in their conference opener uh, last weekend. So K State at West Virginia tomorrow. Then 7:30 tomorrow night, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Cowgirls are 0 and 2. They are 5 and 6 overall. And Texas Tech is uh, nine, 8 and 5. They are 1 and 1 in Big 12 conference play. How about Tech coming off a win over ninth-ranked Texas earlier this week, 74-61. I didn't realize that. I missed that until yesterday. 
but there was a, a bit of a uh, dust up between the the two head coaches. <laughs> yes. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I saw her. I mean, I read his right, but I saw hers, and uh, <laughs> yeah, she was not happy. No. Uh, so Vic Schaefer uh, post game after the game, and then remember they lost to Texas Tech. He was talking about uh, Krista Gerlick, the head coach at Tech, and how she was. He said she was berating yeah, and the table crew. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he was defending them. Yeah. And he she's was. like, I was, uh, she basically said, I, I was doing no such thing. And, yeah. You know, if I was, don't you think the referees would have said something? You know, <laughs> yeah. it was. Uh, so I, she addressed it the next day. I mean, she didn't know about his comments till the next day. Right. And she addressed that and said she didn't do anything like that, you know, and, and ended her comment by saying sour grapes. <laughs> How about that little rivalry oh, there? Just just dunked on him right there at the end. That's <laughs> yeah. so great. And they and Tech beat them, beat Texas uh, by thirteen. I mean, they didn't squeak by, and it was in Austin, seventy four sixty one. Yeah, that's kind of an inauspicious uh, start to Big Twelve play. I don't, I don't know if that was yeah. the first game, but I mean, Second. it's, it's mm-hmm. early, and you know right. they they were expected to compete for a Big Twelve title. Not that they won't, but. You know, to lose to Tech by 13, nobody, I don't think anybody, anyone saw that coming. At home, exactly. Yeah, yeah so uh, so that happened. Big 12 women's uh, played this week, and there's the schedule for the week. Texas off as uh, they were scheduled to play Baylor in Waco Sunday afternoon. Game has been postponed due to health and safety protocols. I was just thinking about that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you lose at home to 13, and then you get – then you. Then you get postered in the in the press conference by the opposing coach, <laughs> exactly, or not the next day anyway. Right. After she after she heard his post game right. comment, so right, interesting. Uh, it's early in the year to be having that kind of <laughs> that kind of back and forth. Yeah, get a little chippy. I uh, like it. That's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's the Big Twelve women's schedule for the weekend. Uh, hopefully, the Baylor women will be back in action next on Wednesday. They're scheduled to play at Oklahoma. Coming up on Wednesday evening, we'll have the broadcast. That's a 6 o'clock tip-off. We'll have the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, as promised, after a break, we'll be joined by Brian Estridge, the voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. We'll talk uh, Baylor TCU hoops. Brian has also uh, just completed a, uh, well, kind of a gargantuan run through bowl games. Uh, I think he did five different bowl game broadcasts. <laughs> so now getting back to basketball And uh, a big one is the Frogs host Baylor coming up tomorrow afternoon at 4. Take a break. Be back in a moment. John Morris Show on a Friday from the Allen Samuels Studios. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and we'll be right back after this. Recently on Game Time, and we welcome the director of sports journalism for Baylor University into the program, Jerry Hill. Highest ever ranked, most wins ever. You know, um, you can argue whether this was the best team ever. I, you know, I still, you know, the 80 team is just hard to beat in my mind. And I, and obviously, you played, I guess, two more games than that team. With this team winning the Sugar Bowl, winning 12 games, I think you got to give the nod to this team. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. So I'm a public school teacher and I'm on my feet all day long. That would be on concrete. The pain would like shoot up my heels and just increased from the bottom of my feet up. Then my back started hurting. So my husband and I were driving and I went, oh look, there's a good feet store. I'm greeted by this gal named Mercy. That was a perfect name for her. And the cool thing about the Good Feet store is that you're able to try before you buy. I had free fittings. She was able to fit me with special arch supports. And so I walked around in the store. Within 30 minutes, I started sobbing because I had no pain. Well, if your feet are hurting, do something about it. You don't have to grin and bear it. You need to go to the Good Feet store and get some arch supports. I'm Deidre, and that's my Good Feet story. See how they work for you with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The USFL has hired its first four coaches. Kevin Summon will return to Houston to head the Gamblers. Mike Riley is the New Jersey Generals' new head coach. Todd Haley takes over at Tampa Bay Bandits. And Bart Andrus to the Philadelphia Stars. Former Aggie quarterback Zach Calzonato will transfer to Auburn next year. And TCU running back Zach Evans has announced he's transferring to Ole Miss. Both the men and women UMHB basketball teams got a win over Sol Ross last night. And both teams will be back in action tomorrow at the Mayboard Campus Center hosting Howard Payne. Women tip at 1 in the minute, 3 o'clock. Baylor basketball heads to Fort Worth tomorrow to take on TCU and Big 12 play. 4 o'clock tip, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys finish up their regular season tomorrow in Philly with a 7-15 kickoff, and you can hear that game following Baylor basketball. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. A-plus bump music as we welcome in our next guest. Welcome back. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Nothing but the best for our next guest, Brian Estridge, longtime voice of the TCU Horn Frogs, joins us now. Uh, Brian, I'm guessing you're a man that uh, can appreciate a little Bill Weathers on a Friday I'm, afternoon. I'm sitting here smiling, thinking about J-Mo <laughs> back in the disco days. <laughs> That's not man. disco. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's kind of I can just imagine that back in the day. No, that's some, that's some good stuff. You always got great bumping music. Oh, Bill Weathers, man. I like Bill Weathers. Uh, speaking of disco, my hair was down below my ears, you know, in high school, <laughs> if you can picture that. And I'm almost there again. I've got uh, what I'm referring to as COVID hair because I missed a haircut because of COVID. So you, you'll see it tomorrow. I'll be that shaggy guy down there. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to having you. <laughs> we got a showdown coming up in Fort Worth. You got a what? 
I said, we've got a showdown coming up in Fort Worth. A showdown is right. Now we're going to play? We're going to have this game tomorrow. Uh, I, boy, I sure am hoping so. It looks like <laughs> TCU's finally out of the woods. I know you guys have done a good job of, of staying healthy. I, I, I You know, I, I'm anxious to see. I mean, it's 18 days yeah. since TCU's been on the basketball floor. And really, you think about it, John, it's only been about four or five when they've all been back together practicing. Wow. So they're either going to be super fresh or <laughs> rusty. Uh, you know, so uh, I, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. Tickets are tight. Uh, I, I think we're going to have fun tomorrow. What do you expect? I mean, wh- what do you expect after an 18-day layoff? Well, I know this team was playing really, really well, uh, obviously, before the break. And uh, and and I, I felt like they thought that they were on the verge of something pretty special. I got to believe that, you know, no one was really, really sick, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I, I, I got to believe that these guys are going to come in here fresh, they're going to come in here hungry. They're going to be ready to play, um, you know, but but there'll be a little bit of rust early that they'll have to shake off because I think the adrenaline's going to be sky high for one thing, uh, you know, and I think just being away from it's going to be a little bit of an issue. I'm anxious to see, I'll be honest with you, because even though they weren't feeling bad, you, you, you wonder about, the, you know, how long can they go? You know, do, how's their wind? You know, did it did it did it affect any of that? What kind of shape are they in at this point, having to be away like they were? So uh, I think there's a lot of question marks going into it. Um, and, and I tell you, the other thing that's the biggest question mark is, is you know, sitting at ten and one, you got some quality wins. You know, you've beaten a Pac-12 team, you beat an SEC team, you, you you got a Big East win over Georgetown. But how good were those teams? Um, I, I think we know Baylor's really really good, and I think. It's going to be a nice test for TCU to figure out where they are. You remember last year we had that 21-day layoff. It was in February, so it was a different part of the year. But it took, you know, it took a little while for Baylor to come back from that and get going. Almost lost to Iowa State the first game back and did lose to Kansas the second game back. So I, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, maybe what TCU will be facing here early on. That's kind of what happened to Baylor coming back from a long layoff last year. And if you remember, that's when we lost our second game with you, right? I mean, or meaning we didn't have, we didn't play. That's didn't right. Play. That's right. Yeah. So that was part of that. That was part of that three-week window there. So yeah, I, I think there'll be. Uh, there's got to be a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, rust coming back. But uh, I, I think this is also one of those games that the emotion of it uh, sort of starts to take over at some point, and, and you and you hope that's enough momentum to kind of carry you through. Uh, you, as you mentioned, you guys are ten and one. This will be your Big Twelve conference opener tomorrow. And man, Mike Miles looks like he's just playing great this year. Yeah, I had a chance obviously to play on the national team in the off season with USA Basketball, and I, I think that was a real growing experience for him. He's one of those guys you you and I talk all the time about players that uh, you know you, you that that represent both of these schools and do it the right way and. You know, we uh, I jokingly say, hey, he's the kind of kid you let babysit, uh, but it, but he is. He, he's that kind of kid. He's a, he's a, he's all in. He loves coming to TCU. He loves being in Fort Worth. He loves the fact that he's close to home. But he also loves playing college basketball. Uh, and he and he's gotten really really good at it, obviously. Uh, and he's he's already uh, even as a sophomore developed as the the leader of this team. Add to the mix Emmanuel Miller, the transfer from Texas A and M, who is another kind of vocal. Um, uh, every day's a good day sort of guy. Uh, and, and I think having those two on the roster together really changed things. I, I think you're going to be surprised, John, at how different this team is mm. from last year. I mean, I, you know, we can sit here and say that with nine new guys, but 
but just the different attitude, the different atmosphere, the different culture, you know, um, and, and, and Jamie Dixon will tell you that, hey, they, they, they had made some mistakes leading into last year's roster and, and really just kind of had to refocus and say, okay, not, not only are we going to get good basketball players, but we're going to get good guys. Uh, we're going to get guys that fit in at TCU, fit in at Fort Worth, that want to be here. Uh, and I think they've developed a nice little uh, – uh, a nice little family right now. Let's see if it continues. And because I, I questioned going in, hey, you got a lot of guys with minutes, uh, and you know where where are these minutes going to come from? And uh, and they've done a nice job of handling that. Right. There has any issues as far as people upset or anything like that? The guy I thought that was going to be left out of the mix, I'll be honest with you, was Chuck O'Bannon. Wow. I'm like, I don't know where Chuck O'Bannon is going to get minutes, and all of a sudden you look up and he might be the best player on the team <laughs> uh, at times, you know, and so. I, I think it's really made everybody a lot better. Brian, two teams uh, tomorrow, Baylor and TCU, that really hit the glass, especially yeah. the offensive glass, right? Two of the top five in the nation in offensive rebounds. Yeah, and, and, and you would have never said that about TCU in years past. Mm. You know, that just not been the mantra of, of a Jamie Dixon team here at TCU. Now, it was the mantra at Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, his days pit when they were defense oriented, they were going to hit the glass, but they could also score. The, you know, that's something you and I've talked about before that people lose sight of the fact that when Jamie was at Pitt, his teams were the number one offensive teams in the league. Wow. Uh, he, he, everybody said, you know, knew the defense and knew the rebounding, so you can do it all. And that's been kind of his focus. But yeah, they out rebounded their last opponent by 31. Uh, that's, that's a pretty big number. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, they've been hitting the offensive glass, and I think some of it is they got better athletes. I think also it's a, you know, it's a it's a it's a will and a want to, uh, you know, if you if you go into a, a every shot like Charles Barkley did, where he assumed every rebound was his, uh, then you're going to get some rebounds. That's I think it. there's a couple yeah. of guys on the team that assume every rebound is supposed to be theirs. Yeah, yeah, that it's a mental approach. It really is. Yeah. Baylor has that. It sounds like TCU has that as well. Hey, uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, you, you called more bowl games this year than Joe Tessitore. You've been busy. Uh, how did that go for you? Well, Joe got paid. That was the difference. But, uh, uh, you know, it, yeah, it ended up working out pretty good. I mean, I think this is a, you know, I, I, I'm one of those, and you, you know this, I'm a proponent of these bowl games. I think they're yeah. important. I think they're important to college football. I think they're important to uh, – to teams, I, I, I worry a little bit as to where we are on the landscape of things with the opt-outs, and obviously COVID this year played a role in it. But uh, I, I, I just hope that we don't allow a handful of people to ruin this thing, yeah. uh, because there is a place uh, in the college football world for the bowl game, and I and I think the fans have to be the one to kind of stand up and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute, we like these, you know. And if you just look at the television numbers, John. The fans like it, <laughs> you know. Sure. The numbers have been, have, have been really, really good. And so, you know, attendance for the most part has been good. And so, uh, yeah, are there going to be some stinkers? There are, but, you know, there were stinkers back in the 70s, too. Come on now. I went to a Hall of Fame game one time down in Birmingham that wasn't very good. You know, so uh, they're, they're going to be out there. And so, I, I, you know, I hope I hope there's still a place for these bowl games, and I hope we don't screw that up. That's right, and and no truth to the rumor that uh, Jamie Dixon did you a solid by uh, you know pan- postponing two games and canceling another in that stretch when you were doing all these bowl games. Which I, you know, I should have sent him a thank you note because that was going to be like I think it was 
six games in eight days. Oh my gosh! Basketball, but uh, got a little bit of a break there. But no, I, you know, I, I think he was chomping at the bit to play. I'll be honest with you. I think he was disappointed because his team was on a roll, and I think he wants to see where this momentum takes him right now and see if it, they can carry it over from that now 18 day break as we talked about. Any uh, word on makeup for those two, or have we not, not got to not that point yet? yet? Um, yeah. You know, there, there's a couple of dates that you can look at that you can make sense with. Uh, that you go, okay, you can play this one here and this one there, but nothing officially from the Big 12 at this point. So, you know, I, I guess some of that is going to be let's wait and see what this little wave that we're in right now does. Right. Because you could, you know, you might be able to quickly scramble to make up a game that you missed already if the other two teams, the, if the other two opponents, uh, you know, have some issues. I know Kansas State's battling some stuff right now. Uh, I haven't heard anything on their status for tomorrow. Have you? Mm, I have not heard anything, no. no. They were awfully close. That game at West Virginia yeah. got a bunch of weather. But the last – yesterday I, I heard they were down to one coach. Oh, my uh, gosh. Really? At West Virginia? You know, at Kansas K-State. State. K-State? Okay. Yeah. Man. And, 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 and that was an, an assistant in Jermaine Henderson. So, Golly. I think, that, uh, you know, uh, I, and, and I think he was getting tested yesterday. So, <laughs> there comes a point where you say, you know, all right, we're going to have to reschedule it. So, I yeah. think that's what we're going to have to wait and see now over the next couple of three weeks to see how those things pan out. You know what I heard, uh, and obviously erroneously now, but I heard the, your Kansas game, which was supposed to be last Saturday, had been slotted for Monday the 10th, which meant you would have played Baylor and Kansas back-to-back. But obviously, oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, the, the, uh, thank goodness. Yeah, that was, uh, that, <laughs> that's a that wow. That's a one-two that punch there. What yeah. about uh, so, Brian, Brian? What about uh, Sonny Dykes? How 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 is he at the ground running? How are things going there, football wise? Well, you know, he really has, and it's as if he's been here forever. Uh, you know, obviously his uh, he he had been here before, and, and then it's been a couple of years at, at SMU. But I think the tenure here really really helped him with the lay of the land. He's got his guys in place. Uh, they've hit the ground as far as uh, recruiting is concerned, you know, did what they could to salvage the class for this year from the high school perspective. And then, you know, really, really engaged in the, in the portal and then the transfers that are out there, you know, they've done a really nice job with that at SMU. Uh, and uh, they've, they've got a plan when it comes to place, uh, it comes to that in place already. And so, uh, you know, I think you're going to start to see some of those, those names trickle out here as this semester uh, starts to open up. You may even see a few of those in class, uh, in this semester, and so I, I think from that perspective, that's been re- that's been really good. You ha- you've had a couple of guys who have left, and then you've had a couple of guys who have recommitted to to TCU. And uh, you know, we're in a crazy place right now, John. I mean, I just I worry about our sport. I worry about uh, the future of it. I I, I hope we're not making short term decisions, mm, yeah, that look beneficial that really have long term effects on the on the uh, on the sport. Well, well, that's legit. You've got to have faith in those guys that, that hey, okay, you, you know what you're doing here. So, yeah. Because right now it doesn't feel like it, I'll be honest with you. I got you. Well, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Let's play a game, and uh, we'll be there tomorrow afternoon, and I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Hey, make sure Pat drives you nice and safe. <laughs> I know, you like, I know you like to sit in the back seat. And that's, and I don't, uh, <laughs> that's Bob. Bob's our yeah. driver. <laughs> okay, Bob, okay, good. Appreciate it. Construction just outside of Waco, just making just making you aware. Yeah, just a little. Thank you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Brian Estridge, the great voice of the TCU Horn Frogs. Uh, Baylor and TCU comes up tomorrow. We'll be on the air at three thirty. Tip off at four. Right here on ESPN Central Texas Television tomorrow on Big Twelve Now on ESPN Plus. 
All right, uh, we're about out of time, Aaron. Let's uh, get some birthdays real quick, share those, and then we will move out of here uh, on a Friday afternoon. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Remember uh, Tom Barfield, Ward White's, not tomorrow morning, but uh, weekday mornings at uh, 7 a.m., 7 to 9 a.m. every weekday morning. Mosley is coming up next. Birthdays today, it's Spanky's birthday. Keith Crawford, uh, happy birthday to Spanky. Uh, great guy, one of the world's great guys, uh, he and Kathy. Happy birthday to Keith Crawford, uh, better known as Spanky. If you know him, tell him happy birthday. It is uh, Jeremy McCarver's birthday today. Happy birthday to Jeremy, former neighbor of ours. We moved, he didn't. Happy birthday to Jeremy. It is uh, looking, looking, looking. Um, hang on, one more list here. I mean, after Spanky, it's just... Tough. Tough to match up with Spanky. Uh, you know, that's all I've got. That's all I've got birthday-wise. Aaron, anybody birthday-wise for the list? Yes. Uh, a couple of people, actually, today okay. after uh, having no one yesterday. Uh, Kenny Loggins is 74. Oh, <laughs> I wish we had known that when Brian was on the line. It, the the short version of a long story is we did an IMG reunion one time mm-hmm. and uh, they brought all the schools and all the play by play guys in and and just had this big blowout and Kenny Loggins was the entertainment. Oh so, wow! <laughs> I wish we had said that when he was still on with us. Nice, yeah. But uh, Kenny Loggins, obviously of uh, the Eagles and many, many, many. Oh no, not not the Eagles. Sorry, but of many, many. Uh, soundtrack yep Loggins and Messina yeah Loggins and Messina and uh who were indirectly tied to the Eagles um it's a long story okay (laughs) I worked at a classic rock station for a few years and uh there's some ties you know through uh those two Loggins and Messina and the Eagles coming up very cool uh but anyway, Kenny Loggins is 74 74 what he he I mean he did the Caddyshack theme yeah uh, what else? Oh, there's a lot. Top Gun theme. I mean, he yeah, just everything yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, he did the yeah. theme song. Uh, Nicholas Cage is 58, which uh, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, how people don't look their age. I thought thought he was older. I would have guessed older. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> I would. I really did. I not, thought he, yeah, not that he, not looks, that he looks that, bad, no. Right, right. He's just but been around so long. Exactly. He's been in so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Nicholas Cage is 58. Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. is 51, um, and I believe that's it. Let me double-check one more thing. Yeah, that's it. All right, so, good list there. A couple today. All right, uh, Brian Estridge's famous favorite uh, singer, Kenny Loggins, 74 today. He's all right. <laughs> good one. Uh, appreciate Brian Estridge being on with us. It's Baylor and TCU tomorrow. We'll be on the air at 3.30, tip off at 4. Tune it in right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then, Lord willing, we'll talk to you Monday at 3. Look forward to that. We'll be live at Coach's Smoke Barbecue on Monday. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. As we like to say in Waco, go Frogs. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Third and seven. Diggs matched up with McLaurin. Heineke looking that way. Only heard here. And he throws it out. It's intercepted by Demarcus Lawrence. All season. Look you big tank. Touchdown, Tank Lawrence. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from Lincoln Financial Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
It's the Cowboys and the Eagles Saturday after Baylor basketball on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. 